Hello, Kaya. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I should hold up, hold up a flag before we get started. Uh huh. That would be give best. You, give you a countdown. Well, you know, in the studio they've got the light that lights up. It says on air, and then it's you know it illuminates. Yeah, I'm gonna put a light over your head <laughs> that says airhead. Welcome to Two Wills and a Mic, two generations, two genders, and two very different personalities with one simple goal, and that is to inject just a bit of thought-provoking insight into today's narrative. In these epic conversations, there will be criticism, controversy, and curiosity, all wrapped in questionable humor and delivered with a healthy dose of tough love. These conversations are so special to us, and we really hope that they will be valuable and interesting to you. I'm Kaya. Hey, and I'm John. Let's get started. Okay. Hi, Dad. Hello, Kaya. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. And yourself? <laughs> you know, I'm doing better now. I had, um, I went a few rounds with some assorted customer service, uh, customer service reps mm -hmm. um, in various companies today. So oh, name them. I, well, uh, let's, oh, let me see if I can pronounce this. Okay. Sans... Okay. Yep, this was ordered through Amazon, and then the other one is uh, Old Navy. Tell me about your experience with Old Navy. I heard that was quite the tale. It was um, triggering, to say the least. Uh, so I placed an order on April 9th. Uh, I just want to highlight, this is the same day that I placed an order with Nike. Uh, both orders were expected to arrive on April 23rd. And as per the usual, Nike um, over-delivered, and my package arrived last week, I believe. So they're the best. Shout out to Nike if you want to sponsor this podcast. I would love that. Um, and to all the little children working in the sweatshops. Oh, my God. Down in South and Central America. Um, I hope they increase your daily wage from one and a half cents a day to two. <laughs> And just, just so you guys know, so you kids know down there, Kai is fully supporting you. Oh. I don't even know what to say. There's literally nothing I can say. Yeah, probably not. Um, I, I mean, it's all jokes, Nike. I mean, we have no proof that you run slave shops anywhere in the world, let alone in South and Central America, like Suriname, Vietnam. You know, just, I mean, that's, <laughs> I'm just saying, Singapore. Yeah, but like nobody knows for sure. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yeah, so yeah. Um, Nicaragua. Yeah, so Panama. Back. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's pure speculation. But yeah, nothing confirmed. Brazil. Uh, so I China received confirmation um, that the order had been received. And it had been a few days since I'd heard anything, and I was like, yo, what's the deal, right? So I went, I was checking tracking, and it still said that it was being processed or hadn't been shipped yet, awaiting shipment, whatever. So I was like, okay, cool, I'm chilling, right? So then I get an email uh, yesterday telling me that, quote, my shipment uh, was not able to go out on time, and it could be so much as 30 days before I receive it. And I said, I'm sorry, do you not, you don't know who I am? Like, are you confused? And you, that you may take that as like a privilege thing. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I am the self-proclaimed queen of returns and queen of customer service. So AKA the retail hellraiser. You know, but I'm not Karen. <laughs> I will never be a Karen. 
Mm. Uh, because I just, it's very simple. We go in, we're solution focused, okay? And we get to said solution. Nobody gets fired, I don't think. Um, either way, that's not my intention. So I'm not a go in and speak to the manager type of person. Like, I, if you're in that position, I trust that you can do your job until you prove to me you can't. Many people have proven to me they can't, and I end up speaking to the manager, but that's a different thing. Mm. Um, so in today's situation, it was in fact proven to me that the person that I was speaking to could not help me at all. How was that proven? <laughs> I'm just curious because I wasn't on the phone. And I'm, you're baiting me, Jeff. No, oh, I love to hear the tales of your, you know, fashion and retail exploits. And I think our listeners are enthralled. Well, uh, it was recently announced, uh, here at least, that Georgia will be starting to open back up the non-essential businesses. Mm -hmm. We are not the only state to be doing that. So I knew that there were other states in the country that were doing that. <clears throat> and I was like, okay... Um, you should at least be able to tell me what warehouse my order is currently at. Because if you can't, then that means that for all intents and purposes, my order is floating around in cyberspace. Between you and me, nobody knows where it is. And you should know. Okay. Not, not like me, but Correct. the person you're talking to. Correct. Okay. At? Old Navy. Old Navy. Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was in his living room, but that's beside the point. Hey, um, social distancing. Exactly. So uh, he could not figure that out. and That's tough. He I couldn't was figure like, out whether or not he was in his living room. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and I was like, okay, well, can you at least tell me, are all of the old Navy warehouses and um, shipping depots in the U.S.? I can't give you that information. That's top secret. Apparently. But it was only top secret for the duration of my hold. And then when he got back, <laughs> he was kind enough to inform me, um, A, that yes, they were all in the U.S. And then I was like, well, okay, are they all functioning? Because while I was on a brief hold for like five minutes, um, I was very easily able to, I don't know, you guys, I'm also a Google fanatic. So if there's something to be found, I will find it. Shout to Google. <clears throat> Definitely. Selling all of our info and life secrets. Yo. I mean, not, sorry, that's, that's never been proven. <laughs> yeah, that's no. Pure speculation. Facebook, YouTube. No. Yeah. Um, so I was able to locate uh, three of the five warehouses that he shared the locations with, uh, with me. And two of those, one of them is in New York and one of them is in California. So I was like, okay, if it's in either of those, then I'm definitely in for a delay because they're not talking about opening up anytime soon. Yeah, you're screwed. Exactly. So I was like, please don't be there. <laughs> um, Shout to NY. So he gets back on and he tells me not only the states that these places are, that these warehouses are located, but he actually gives me the addresses of all of them. Oh, and I guess I you like, want to pay him a visit? Yeah, I'm like, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to do that, but okay, dude. So... Hey, shout to Old Navy, dude, for being forthcoming. Yeah, for yeah. sure. We got a lot of shout outs in this conversation. We do. This conversation, we should yeah. start uh, charging for airtime. Um, okay. <laughs> so we go back and forth a little bit, um, and I quickly realized that he is providing me with really no useful information at this point. So I was like, uh, he's, he's, I'm, my final question to him was, um, can we get some type of estimate on timeline? Any, just anything. The answer was no. And I was like, okay, I understand that. Can you transfer me to someone who can? So he was like, sure, hold. What if he said also no? Yeah, then <laughs> I would have called back okay. again. Okay. Uh, so I speak to the manager and she was, she said, she picks up. She's like, hi, I'm the manager on the floor. I'm like, on what floor? Yours? What are you talking about? <laughs> She's just reading from the script. Yeah. Why do you give her a hard time? <laughs> like, I'm I'm the manager for my carpet. Okay. So, um, so she was able to kind of give me a, an updated rundown and uh, to kind of wrap up that call. 
I walked away with an additional discount because I don't know if you guys know, but I pretty much only shop clearance. I will get things marked down. If there is anything to be marked down, I will get that. Uh, so <laughs> I got an additional discount and I got expedited shipping. And um, if my order is not to me in the next week or so, um, there will be another call and as many are necessary because at this point we're just playing games here so i'll keep you guys updated we'll see next week i'll let you know when the order arrives i'm i'm sorry i yeah. think that you are under the impression that people <laughs> genuinely care and the, i don't want to i don't want to lead you on here's the thing though yeah the thing is we don't care i was just being nice and all of a sudden <laughs> i stepped in this massive bear trap called kaya's life <laughs> And now I had to sit through here. It was literally like 10 minutes of my life. <laughs> that, that you'll I've, never get back? That's right. I'm sitting here with a penny wondering if I could end myself with it and how long it would take. And would the, would the mic pick up the gagging and or... <laughs> I could probably figure out how to return that penny, too, to the Federal Reserve. You're super so. special right now. Yeah, I am. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's going to be one of those conversations. Well, apparently, don't you still have some merchandise that you're going to have to negotiate a return on? You're going to be able to do that? <sighs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Where do you think you got your negotiating skills from? Mom, obviously. Uh, I'm not saying that my wife is lacking in the skills of the return. She she is well-versed yes, she is. in the art of the return. She is however, what some would consider a goddess. However... I do stand on my own. And let's not forget. <laughs> I'm that guy. <laughs> You're the yes. guy. Do you want to tell the story about the Ryobi issue in Home Depot? No. There's no issue. There was an issue. There was no issue. It was a weak sales pitch and you walked out of there $200 poor. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? <laughs> Because I wanted the tools and they were on sale. Dad, if you that's wanted the, the tools, you would have purchased the man trying to sell them. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a tough blow to the dedicated staff at Home Depot. I just Nothing. want you to know. He didn't work for Home Depot. I'm a, he worked mm -hmm. for Ryobi. He was sitting there at his little pop-up table with his little flyers. He was commission-based. Tell and well, I, I have empathy for those guys because I, too, am commission-based. So I appreciate that. I appreciate the hustle. I appreciate the grind. I don't appreciate the weak sales pitch. But as I said, I was going to buy them anyway. The painful part was sitting through him and listening to his spiel. I wish he would have just gotten out of the way, gotten, given me my tools, and I could have expediently made my way to the checkout and been done. I wish he would have stayed in your way because then maybe we would have actually been able to go grocery shopping, but instead <laughs> he bought the drill. So well, <laughs> I guess it's a good thing you could put the shelf up, but no food. Priorities. Some of that story is somewhat made up. Mm. That's not exactly how it played out, but you're not hearing that. Version. Names names have been changed to protect <laughs> the innocent. <laughs> so it definitely wasn't Bob. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So anyway, what do we have on the conference table to discuss today? <laughs> well, uh, you've already caught us up to speed on what's going on in your life. And in yes. spite of that debacle. I'm I'm pushing through. I think, yeah, I think we should probably... I'm a survivor. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should probably go ahead and uh, move forward maybe on what is happening in the current events that you would like to discuss. Is there anything of interest there? Read anything in the news? Seen any tweets? Seen any tweets? Um, I feel like I should be more invested. Well, not invested, but I feel like I should care more about Twitter than mm. I do. Um, well, this is let's not make this about Twitter. Yeah, but I don't. Anyway. I really want you to try and stay on subject tonight. You said tweets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, I said current events. Uh-huh. You want to... giving you some examples yeah. of where you might have accessed some of them. Not there, though. Okay. Yeah. So then the other answer would be no. Are you staying woke currently? Not Twitter. 
Uh, yeah, I am. I am awake. <laughs> <laughs> and yourself? Um, barely. Debatable. I. I don't have any tea. Oh. I know. I could use some of that. No, you couldn't. But oh, I it could. Was, it was back to you. Okay, cool. Yeah. I love how it just conversation always right back to Jay. Uh, so I was watching a video earlier. Well, mm -hmm. I was actually trying to read the article and the video would not stop playing. So, uh, <laughs> that was a trap. Um, but it was a, an excerpt of a Trump briefing. I, I'm I sorry. Guess. I hate to interrupt. I noticed you didn't pronounce the T at the end of that word. I'm sorry. You said excerpt. Yeah. There is a T at the end of that word. Yeah. Please pronounce it. Is it not? You say it. Excerpt. <laughs> I was going to say I've never been more disgusted by you than in this current moment, but that's not true. Uh, okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and swerve right around that. No, would like you please I did pronounce? my first time I'm parking. Sorry. I'm sorry. I can't oh, move on. It's your OCD. I can't move on. Okay, until well, you, you say are it more than welcome to stay right there. I'm going to move on. Please say it correctly. So, excerpt. 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 Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's going to be the intro. You it? know, we have a certain contingent of our audience who are non native English speakers. Think about your responsibility to enunciate and please take it seriously. The word is excerpt. You... <laughs> I'm way more angry than I should be right now. Um, okay, so anyway. What's the problem with you kids? Back to it. And you're telling me I need to stay on the subject. Take nothing okay. seriously. Yeah. We all heard it was your laugh. Go ahead. So... Trump was speaking about uh, uh, that's President Trump. The re your president. The reopening of I'm an American. I <laughs> You're an American. We're all Americans. Okay? I'm currently only claiming the African part of that. President Trump. So you are no more from Africa than I am from Jamaica. <laughs> So the person who's currently in in office after President Obama President was speaking Trump. about how, uh, the reopening of the country yeah. and uh, how was, he was... Has the country been closed? How, well, each state individually and subsequently the country. Ew. Anyway, okay. he was speaking about how he's giving the governors um, the support and freedom to do what they think is necessary and as long as they agree with him he was saying that um <laughs> they will support them and he said there are 50 states and they are all beautiful and different but they are 50 states mm. and they all need different things mm. each one of those states and i was just uh, ignoring the absolute talent that is stringing a sentence together in that way, I was just astounded that he actually recalled that there were 50 states. So, well, he had the number 50 written on the inside <laughs> in of the sand. sand. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that was that was the most recent thing that I've seen that I I thought of in light of current events. But um, more locally, I guess everybody seems to be up in arms over uh, Kemp. <laughs> Governor Kemp reopening Georgia. Yeah, so for those of you who do not know and don't live here or may not even care all that much, our governor announced uh, day before yesterday that starting tomorrow and over the course of the weekend, we will begin to reopen, quote unquote, the state of Georgia. Uh, of course, testing is basically non-existent and ineffective. There's been no increase or stockpile of essential medical equipment and or preventative masks and safety and protective gear, which is still out of stock and very hard to come by. And that subsequently has led most Georgia residents to question the sanity of this man <laughs> and wonder why he is just allowing the 
um, constituents to just take the brakes off and run into the street to play in traffic with knives, essentially. So we'll keep you updated on that. And uh, if you're not interested, then it'll be a painful reminder of why you probably should not listen to this podcast. <laughs> podcast anymore. Oh, I thought you were going to say move to Georgia. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna no, I think Georgia's a great that. place. I mean, honestly, honestly, I don't have too much bad to say about the state, to be honest with you. Uh, it was so a, people on the other... No. Well, well separate subject. Yeah. But, um, you know, the state itself has a, has a ton to offer, and I think it was a fantastic move for us when we moved from the, the great frigid north of Long Island. So anyway, we digress. So that was that was your current event? Yeah, I uh, think that was... A moment in time that's with Kaya. Yeah, ooh, I don't love that. Yeah, that's okay. Working I'm going to put a cool sound effect oh, right after that. I'm okay. going to say it again. Please don't interrupt. All right. And pause for the dramatic effect. Okay. A moment in time with Kaya. See, there we go. Yay. Yeah, that's how that works. Okay. Um, so what else, what's on your mind? Because I'm usually, I feel like, you know, last couple of episodes and conversations, we've been, we've been going like at you pretty hard with the, with the, with the questions, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm reading your body language. I'm mirroring you right now. My arms are sitting here folded Mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm, I'm looking dejected (laughs) like, like a lost teenager. Okay. (laughs) I don't know if you guys know, but she she turned 18 recently oh so. my god are you gonna have, oh, and the, wow yep See that I mean. was unfortunate this is why i signed people because the speaking just ain't it yeah well they couldn't hear you if you were signing right <clears> now. if i signed the right things then they would be able to hear it no if you signed not what was being signed <laughs> but <laughs> the uh, fact that i was signing oh my goodness yeah you don't understand because you're not about that sign life this is Keep true this is true yep uh, so yes, I feel like, you know, we've been going at you pretty hard and not that anything's wrong with that. I uh, quite enjoy that. Actually, I enjoy keeping you in, in the hot seat. Uh, thanks. Hold up. Wait a minute. I... <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm going to let you kind of run the show today because normally, you know, that's what I do. I do I'm Sorry? Yeah, I'm going to let you run the show. I'm going to let you have your moment. Oh, so I get to run instead of carrying it this time. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) This is awesome. Wow. I'm just busy being the girl. Well, you're busy being something. Just, you know Gender notwithstanding. You should see the look on her face right now. This is the the feminist kind of boiling up inside. (laughs) Yes, that's okay. Take a deep breath. Let's practice. Hey, work on your meditation. What's your mantra? Daddy is the best. Strike to the eyes. Daddy is the best. Center mass. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, wrong thing. Uh. Double tap. <laughs> Too low, one high. <laughs> How do you know my mantra? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I gave it to you. Uh, ooh. Now that was deep, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, yes. Uh, what's on your mind? Well, um, I, hmm, that's tough. I'm really ready to be done with high school. Mm. Uh, I was talking to Brandon the other day and he, he was like, I'm just ready to be done with school and ready to be done with school. And I can't wait until I'm done with school. (laughs) Oh, well, at least he's got his three priorities. Yeah. And I was like, wow, the same, uh, doesn't get any better, buddy. No. Um, what's your rush? I am over it. But why? Because Don't I... Don't you have an enjoyable experience on a daily basis? Not even a little bit. Why? I have never enjoyed school. But why? Because I, I'm not an in-the-box person. And if I was, then I think I'd be 100% better at this whole standardized learning thing Mm -hmm. but because i'm not and i don't do very well with a this is the only way to do it type of mentality uh that doesn't mesh very well with the current academic standards um 
so I have had quite a few situations where I've actually like come to the right answer and like we all know that um but it's been marked wrong because it wasn't like I didn't get to that answer the same way as they did in the lesson I'm like isn't the point for me to learn how to do it and get it right if I get it right then wasn't that your point all along or was it to prove that the only way to do it is the way that you want it done could it be that you were just being stubborn resistant hard-headed no oh not not in this case oh, okay. that is in the case where i procrastinated turning things in into the very last minute but this is a this is not working for me let me find another solution mm-hmm. so that seems to be the problem which i mean i could talk about how that leads into creating a sheeple society and how you know everybody wants everyone to fit in a box and if that doesn't work then the outliers are you know not persecuted it, well exactly condemned but ridiculed that's a whole different mocked, episode isolated yeah isolation's a gift yes the others are just a test um okay well i'm sorry to hear that you're not really enjoying your senior year as an 18 year old as much as i would like you to however i have to respect your feelings your emotions uh yeah i think that was the only thing on that card so i was gonna say is that the only thing on that page in your book yep got all, got <laughs> okay all that in. nailed that yeah um your mom gave that to me when we found out you were going to be a girl she was like look make sure you say these things wow and this is the first time you've opened it uh no 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 i've you just don't remember because you know you're a girl so you in one ear and out the other oh kind of thing really so yeah. okay yeah didn't, didn't rufus tell you about that did he not give you his opinion on... Yeah. yeah. Have I mentioned I don't really like your siblings very much? <laughs> well, I mean, your sisters I like quite a bit. We're all... They're great. Mm, bit of gender bias here? 100%. Yeah. Okay. The difference between the two of us is that I have no issue admitting that. Well, there you go. And I applaud your straightforwardness. Yeah. I'm going to have a sip of water now. Because he doesn't have tea. Because I don't have tea. <laughs> Tazo is not sponsoring this episode. So what about you? What about me? Dad? Yeah. What that's you got me. on the cranium today? You know, I've been doing a lot of speaking on, you know, mental toughness, uh, psychological processes, successful patterns, things along that route. So that's been kind of the latest thing. <clears throat> Uh, we've done some pretty interesting things on the business side in terms of uh, adaptation in light of, you know, the social distancing and lockdown mm-hmm. behaviors. So that's been really cool. And I've got an opportunity to interact and interface with some really cool creatives right now. We've got some things that are on the drawing board that if they come to fruition could be really Uh, super exciting. Excuse me? Yeah. Was that an if or a when? Um, They're on the drawing board right now. I'm going to say if because they're not solid yet. Okay. So they're still very, wait for it, gelatinous. Yes. So if they ever get firmed up and become something a little bit more concrete, then that if will definitely become a win and I will be speaking it and willing it into existence with universal energy. In a, I'm not even, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, okay. Is there, well, this kind of leads into something a bit interesting, I think, because um, this is the first uh, potential recession um, that I have, I, I believe it's the second that I'm living through, but the first that I'm actually Cogn- currently cognitively aware of. Yeah, cognizant of. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so as an entrepreneur and a business owner, what does that look like from your perspective? Because I've seen a lot of articles and, you know, read stuff, but that's obviously not 
personal and it's people like Jeff Bezos talking about how it's going to affect him. And I'm like, really, dude? <laughs> like, seriously? So I like something tells me people are still going to want Amazon. Like nobody's canceling their prime subscriptions. I think you'll be fine. But um, yeah. So what does that what does that look like for you? What are you worried about, concerned about What's what's there? Always when going into a recession, you you have to be concerned with how consumer behavior is going to be affected. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I think for me, that's always been much more of a concern as opposed to how much money is available. Because there's always enough money available. The difference is people don't spend it because their behavior changes and they go from a relaxed consumer mindset to a conservative and conservation mindset. So a fear-based, um, almost emotional lockdown when it comes to spending, mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, not having that type of, of behavioral pattern. So in that situation, what type of things get cut? What goes by the wayside immediately becomes those things that they don't hold most dear. And what I've found over the years, because contrary to popular belief, there are a few people who actually genuinely enjoy working out. Usually those people have um, addiction issues to the oxytocin and serotonin, you know, those feel good hormones and chemicals that are released as a result of physical activity. Mm -hmm. And when they don't get them, their brain chemistry is off and they don't like that. And they know that the best way and easiest way to restore that brain chemistry or rebalance that brain chemistry is to do the thing that they have grown to love to do. Yeah. So aside from those people, most people who are doing it just because they need to do it because their doctor told them to, or it's, it's another line item on their daily routine, or, you know, it's something that they are doing out of a avoidance mindset. So I don't want this to happen to me, so I'm going to do this. Those people tend to immediately start to scale back. Mm -hmm. And that could mean a variety of things, you know, canceling gym memberships. Or if you were, for example, a member at a gym, you never really went there to work out by yourself. You always had a personal trainer that you worked out with. That means cutting those personal training sessions and all of a sudden, you know, within the span of a week, it's like, you know, I got it now. I can I can take care of it on my own. I'm going to go it on my own for now, even though you've relied on their guidance and tutelage for like a year and a half. Yeah, you've done nothing to demonstrate that you are competent. But all of a sudden now you're good. You're good. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying this specifically to make fun of those people because, you you know, you have to guard what it is that that is closest to you and you hold dear. Mm -hmm. However, they're still going to Starbucks three times a day. Yeah. And we were having this conversation the other day. You know, they're still going to Starbucks three times a day. People are in a recession and they decide to, um, you know, to cut one meal a day from their household, you know, budget. Well, I just won't eat lunch now. I'll eat breakfast and I'll eat dinner and that'll, you know, save me some money. But they're still smoking a pack a day. Yeah. And what was the statistic we heard? Like a pack a day equates to like $3,000 a year. Something if you're a casual, like if you're yeah. a casual smoker, I don't mm -hmm. know if it was a pack a day, but it was a casual smoker. Yeah. Uh, spends about $3,000 a year just to support their habit. So if you think about that, I mean, the, the one meal that you're missing, what does that meal cost? Six bucks, seven bucks. That meal could be healthy and nutritious keep you out of the hospital. It could do a tremendous amount for your health. Definitely. But you avoid that. You avoid the potential plus or, or addition to your healthy lifestyle. And instead, you add to the negative or maintain the negative thing that detracts from your health and healthy lifestyle. So, you know, just behaviors like that are irrational. And those are the types of things that I always look for and try and spot immediately. Um, you know, in advance when finances become challenging and 
and economics becomes something that becomes the central focus of of society at the end of the day people are still going to spend money on what is most important to them so if you have a business that and you sell a widget that's a luxury item or a convenience item if it's not solving a problem that people really don't want to have to deal with ever then you know potentially you're at risk so that doesn't mean you need to abandon your business model necessarily but maybe you need to pivot and start looking at other things that might be a bit more recession proof so did that answer your question? That was a long answer to a short question. <laughs> and I think I'm going to take another drink of water. That's funny that you say that because I thought my question was long. Uh, yes, that did answer that. Um, and thank you for that. Hey, um, you're welcome. I, <laughs> I feel like it's uh, kind of encompassed. I mean, we've had conversations like this before because um, I'm the type of person who is not willing worst case scenario but wants to be prepared for it um so and especially as, since you're somebody who's been there done that like you've been doing this for years now like what 50 something years um, so i acknowledge and i know as teenagers don't really do that but i think you know something so i tend to <laughs> come to you for <laughs> guidance well we got that on tape um, so next question, do you actually believe that there is going to be a recession in the common use of the word? I think there's definitely going to be an adjustment, you know, an economical adjustment. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of the financial minds are, you know, acknowledging that it has yeah. to be. Yeah. Um, there's always an expansion and a contraction in the market. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm talking about the global market, not necessarily the stock, stock market. Yeah. But I think we're due for one. So one is coming. Whether yeah. or not the pandemic existed or not, mm -hmm. I think, you know, we were on our way to that direction anyway. Um, I think this just will probably act more as a catalyst mm -hmm. to expedite that process or, or the arrival of. Um, whereas some other things may have, you know, prolonged it and we would have carried on our merry way for a little while longer. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I definitely think there's an adjustment on its way. I just don't know what it is or to the extent that it will affect us, you know, moving forward, but it'll be, it'll, it'll be interesting. I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. Do you think that the onset of this pandemic? Uh, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Has, cue, cue scary moving. Yeah, exactly. Has in some way helped with, I guess, preparing for the onset of a recession? Because I feel like it's almost, if people choose to pay attention, it could almost be a warning like, hey, this is coming. Ooh. I don't know that I would say was kind of a harbinger, <laughs> you know, of a recession. Yeah. Um, I think the government involvement and financial bailout, mm -hmm. I mean, we apparently like three quarters of a million dollars have been paid to dead people. Oh, you know, in stimulus money. That's nice. So I think the ineffectiveness of behaviors like that and mm -hmm. the wanton uh, expenditure and creation of money. Yeah. I think that is going to do more to proliferate the recession and the time that it takes to get in there, mm. uh, than, than the pandemic itself. The pandemic itself, I think served as a wake up call to a lot of business owners like myself who mm -hmm. suddenly found themselves in a situation where, Hey, if I can't operate my business like A, B, and C, yeah, what do I have? Yeah, like what can I do? And this was a—it's a different situation, which mm -hmm. is which is pretty interesting. Now that I'm saying it out loud, I, I haven't thought about it in this perspective yet. But it's a different situation because it's not like the customers went away. Yeah, it's not like that. All of a sudden, your business became 
irrelevant. Irrelevant. Yeah. It's not like you did anything to drive off your customers because mm-hmm. normally, I mean, that happens every day, yeah. right? Uh, poor business practices, customers get dejected, bad reputation forms, nobody comes in, nobody spends money, business closes down. Yeah. Just I'm because the revenue is literally writing about that right now. <laughs> yeah. But but this was a different situation. This yeah. was your customers are still there. They want you. They exactly. want to give you money. Mm-hmm. But they physically are not allowed to. Yeah. And you're not allowed to be there to take it. So now what do you do? Mm-hmm. Because basically, you know, it's like the, the dude from the, uh, um, I can't remember that commercial, but the old fisherman. Oh, you got to be quicker than that. Yeah. You know, he's dangling the money in front of you mm-hmm. and you can't take it. You can't yeah. grab it. You can't put your hand on it. So what do you do in that situation? How do you find alternative methods to connect and stay connected to your customer client and how can you continue to provide value that's worthy of the exchange of cash yeah and that's one of the areas you know i'm uh, i'm not going to make it about us but you you know what we've done to mm-hmm. um surmount that challenge and why i'm always preaching about forward thinking and you've got to look ahead um, because if we didn't have you know the assets that we have now in terms of i'm not talking about you know houses cars <laughs> you know big fat bank account i'm talking yeah. about you know intellectual property assets and and technology and things like that if we didn't have those assets in place then it would have been a huge a huge blow yeah definitely Be- because we are super hands-on and that would have been overnight. Yeah, overnight yeah. it would have been it would have been catastrophic. We would have been no different than, you know, a lot of the other businesses that basically just had to go dark. Yeah. You know. So I think, you know, in looking at these things, analyzing uh the behaviors mm-hmm. and trying to forecast and predict how you can provide additional value in a multiple a multitude of ways, mm-hmm. I think would do a lot to help, you know, the the business owner, the entrepreneur, uh, stay on top or ahead of you know some potential trends. Yeah. Whether they be negative or positive. Yeah. So I have another question. <laughs> okay. We. More water. <laughs> we obviously know some of the ways that this would have been significantly different for us. Uh, had this occurred five years from now. Mm-hmm. But, and we have our own personal theories on what exactly is occurring, but that's a different thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, yeah, exactly. But what do you think, or how do you think this would have been different from the perspective of entrepreneurs if it had happened five years in the future? Do you think there would even be a possibility of a recession or is everybody still working anyway because they've been able to transfer, you know, they've been able to build businesses that are dependent on the online platform? And another thing, what if this happens, but in the interweb world? I'm not sure I understand the last part. What do you mean, what if this happens in the interweb world? So as catastrophic as this has been for the brick and mortar Mm -hmm. businesses, what if something like this were to happen and affect the online platform? Because we know we don't have control over that. And that's something that you've been talking about for years now. But everybody's like, thank God we have Zoom. Thank God we have Instagram Live and, you know, our email lists and whatever, whatever, which is great, obviously. Right. But what if you didn't? I think to a certain extent, there would, that would be a little bit more difficult to, to have realized itself. Mm-hmm. Um, let's take Zoom, for example. It's an online meeting platform. There are a ton of them out yeah. there. Zoom is just popular, mm-hmm. right? But if you take the technology in and of itself, I mean, Google Hangouts has been around for a long time. Yep. You've got Facebook video. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you've got that base level of technology that's already there it's kind of a standard yeah in the you know in the space 
and there are different companies, excuse me, there are different companies that have come in mm -hmm. to do it better, add a little twist to make it a little bit more cost effective, a couple of bells and whistles. Or not. <laughs> right, or not. Um, or not. And <laughs> Wow, throwback. They have, you know, just kind of taken it to a different level and appeared to a different segment of the market. Yeah. You know, some are more corporate centric, mm -hmm. others are more indie centric. Others are even more personal and social centric. So I don't think that type of technology is going away. But if you look at Amazon, what makes Amazon effective? The fact that they can actually deliver. If you take mm -hmm. away their ability to deliver, there is no Amazon. True. You could buy whatever you want online. Yeah. But if they can't get it to you, how, how are you? Why would you keep buying? Yeah, exactly. So if that that delivery structure, <laughs> old navy. In, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to old Navy. Um, no if, shade. Yeah. If um, pure sun. Seven days. If <laughs> that entire delivery infrastructure breaks down, then you have a very, very different landscape. Look at uh, Uber Eats. So let's just say that the government says, hey, you have three weeks to stockpile food because after that three week cutoff, so we're giving you 21 days. After the 21 days, you are not allowed out of your house for any reason. You are not allowed off your property yeah. for any reason. So you can't even go for a walk down the block anymore unless you happen to be Ted Turner. And then of course you could walk from, you know, like four states, but you know, if that were to happen and, you know, there would be no restaurants, there would be no takeout or delivery, mm -hmm. there would be none of that. What happens to Uber Eats? Yeah. What happens to Amazon? Because mm -hmm. now nobody's allowed out. Yeah. So delivery drivers can't Correct. deliver. Correct. Yeah. No delivery. No fulfillment. US, no fulfillment. U.S. Postal Service not running. That means no shipments for inventory. That means no, no people to take that inventory out of the box truck or crates or off the pallet mm -hmm. and put it on shelves. That means nobody's organizing anything. Nobody's picking, pulling, and packing in the warehouse. Yeah. And of course, no delivery. So now the entire supply chain is broken. It's mm -hmm. just come to a, a screeching uh, halt. Yeah. So what happens then? What happens to Amazon's revenue? What happens to you know, all these other companies that do mail order business. Yeah. So I think it's very feasible that that could happen, mm -hmm. but it would also start on the ground level. It would have to be, you know, something like that. Whereas mm -hmm. Zoom would still be fine. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, technology companies would still be able to have their staff meetings if you were working remote or half the company works remotely anyway, yeah, it, wouldn't it, would, change it wouldn't change anything. But what would change is who their clients are and whether or not their clients are still in business and able mm -hmm. to continue spending to support them, yeah. you know, as, uh, as employees or, or as contractors. Those things would change considerably because if the client's involved in any type of manufacturing and or tangible product distribution, that would come to a screeching halt. So sales, orders, all that stuff goes away, vanishes. Yeah. So I'm sure gas prices would be amazing, though. I'm sure they would because <laughs> until they sold out, nobody'd be driving. Mm, true. Right. So true. and they wouldn't sell out because nobody would be driving. So, you know, then what happens to the universal price per barrel? What what happens to crude yeah. oil prices? Because now essentially. I mean, you take, you take a country like the U.S., and even if it just happened here in an mm -hmm. isolated incident, right? So a mm -hmm. nationwide lockdown, nobody's driving. So now, overnight, oil usage, gasoline consumption, all that stuff just dries up. Yeah. So what does that do to affect the global market now, you know, for crude oil prices and, and things like that? So I think that could be... Uh, a, a hugely impactful scenario, which hopefully we never get to see because it would be absolute madness and chaos. 100%. Yeah. At the announcement of something like that. Oh my gosh. People would go crazy. You think, 
you think people spending ten thousand dollars on toilet paper was crazy and and twelve thousand dollars on hand sanitizer like those two brothers did from alabama this would just be the beginning it would be absolutely off the chain yeah that would be well i can't even imagine that and what would happen to the crime rates Hmm. that would be insane because who's coming to stop you exactly and if you're gonna break the law then you don't care about a stay-at-home order you know like correct yeah i can't imagine that would let's which brings up a myriad of other potential you know and controversial issues because Mm -hmm. if the police and first responders are not actually (laughs) responding first then who's there to protect you how do you protect yourself how do you defend yourself and of course you know i guess sticks and stones bats and brooms yeah would do it yeah as long as the bad guys don't show up with guns mm-hmm. <laughs> well nobody has those yeah so. which of course they will because that's how that works yeah the bad guys don't play by the rules they don't follow the rules so uh yeah anyway yeah a whole different episode <laughs> entirely different episode what are your thoughts on some of the silliness that we've seen you know driving around walking around in and out of the markets surrounding oh the gosh. pandemic i think the most ridiculous thing that i've seen consistently is the people who are like okay i've got my gloves i've got my mask right so then we see them in the store with their gloves and their mask on and then we see them in their cars still with their gloves on touching everything and we're like do you like you don't get it do you yeah i think the concept of how germs actually works escapes a lot of people i just really don't understand how i mean blue ivy was explaining it to us in a video Ooh. it was ha- have you heard her speak no she sounds so intelligent i was like how old are you mm. i was very impressed i was like <laughs> I actually thought you were being facetious. No, I'm serious. Oh, wow. She really did have to. You know it's bad when Blue Ivy has to make a video explaining to a world full of adults how mm. germs work. <laughs> like, Got it. Yeah. And for those people who do not know who Blue oh, yes. Ivy is. Yeah, that's Beyonce and Jay-Z's eldest daughter. And she's how old? I don't know for sure. Isn't she like four or something? No, she's older than that. Okay, six. Let's see. Let's see. We're asking Siri. I'm not going to ask Siri because then she'll find my location. She already has it. Um, I saw a picture of a woman wearing a snorkel. Stop playing. Yeah, it was an actual snorkel in line. She's eight, and she's listed on Google as an American singer. Oh, nice. Wow. Well, technically, she was on an album. True. And wasn't she listed as executive producer, like assistant producer or something like that? I'm sure she was. On one of his albums. And I'm sure she did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. A snorkel. A snorkel. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Well, I, and I showed you a picture of uh, this guy standing in line at the store using his rubber gloves to eat his chips. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just, it's, mind-boggling I, I really don't get it faith in humanity definitely not being restored i think one of the other funnier ones that i've seen photo wise was a woman wearing you know that mesh beekeeper mask mm-hmm. she had one of those on the mesh <laughs> Be- wow. yeah it was a beekeeper mask so apparently the covid virus with those you know, significantly small half micron particle sizes are not small enough to fit through mesh, mesh, standard mesh, standard mesh. Wow. Well, that's, I mean, hats off to you, lady, because you, you killed that. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, at least nobody's buying Corona beer. (laughs) I saw a couple of pictures Mm. of that too. The entire alcohol shelf was just decimated except for like 15, 20 cases of Corona beer. That's hilarious. They want to catch it. Wow. You know. And, you know, those people probably are convinced that that is how, like, that's how it spread. I wonder 
what the stock has done. Oh my gosh, that's probably, a great question. Yeah, we should probably look at that. Yeah, well, while I'm looking at that, um, I would also like to highlight the fact that there have been multiple cases reported of uh, A, there were some tigers, I believe, who tested positive for COVID. Oh. Um, and they got it from the keeper. Really? Yes. Hmm. And there have also been house cats who have tested positive. You know who hasn't tested positive? Who's that? Dogs. Oh. So if that was any indication, if you needed any more proof that you should be a dog person. Validation. Here it is. They're K- COVID free. K9. So. K9 people. I want to know what gave the zoologists the indication that they should test a tiger for the coronavirus when we still have not had sufficient testing for humans. <laughs> also, who the hell's testing a house cat and why? <laughs> why are we testing a cat? Um, okay, the fact that you said that the way you did is freaking hilarious. Um, and, you know, some people are convinced that their cats are their kids. And no, but who's, te- who's testing this? I don't, I guess you're taking your cat with you to the drive through of the amphitheater. I don't know. But we can't to get, get it swapped. Like, we can't do that. You know what I mean? It's, feline privilege? I guess. It's, yeah. Well, that's special, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, shout out to the cat lovers. Oh, my God. Sounds like you guys are in. You guys are going to do just feline. (laughs) Wow. Perfect. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Hey, we're coming up on 56 minutes here. And I am not seeing anything. So we will... Why don't should we should we do that? Should we do that as an episode? What? So kind of an overview. I don't really want to go in depth on what's happening in the stock market, but we could do kind of an overview. I think we could touch on it. I don't know yeah. that I want to really have a whole conversation about the market. Yeah, I don't think that's I'd really rather talk about real estate, but um yeah, I think we can kind of sum this up by saying that humans are crazy. Yeah, we are. Um, and that was cute how you said we, as if I'm supposed to believe you're of us. Um, of us. There have been some, some pretty cool things that have happened amid the chaos, though. I mean, um, the Jonas Brothers are releasing another movie on Amazon Prime. Uh, there have been a whole series of celebrities who have come together and recorded videos of them reading books to kids uh. and put that out on the interweb. So it's, you know, some cool things that it's like, oh, we like we are capable of doing things other than killing the planet. That's cool. Hey, and today is Earth Day. That was yesterday. Oh, yeah. tough. Yeah. Well, hey, every day is Earth Day for me. Yeah, it is. As a. I, uh, Avatar. Yeah, I don't I know where I was okay. going with that, but Chitari. I did uh, see. I did see. I watched the video tonight, actually, and it, this is old. I'm sure this is not new, but they were. Um, it was a father and daughter. Uh, one of the band members from Tears for Fears um, sang a Mad World acapella with his daughter. Aww. His daughter's happen happens to be named Diva. She just looks like she's a cool kid. Like she's got she's got that, you know, musician swag about her. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. She looked totally comfortable in front of the camera, even when they were interviewing her, like on the morning show and stuff. Yeah. But the the duet was pretty cool. And she's actually got some pipes. The girl can harmonize and she can she can sing pretty well. She's wow. like Yeah, I mean, you know, they were asking her if she was gonna be a musician and, mm-hmm. and an artist and that kind of thing. And she was like, Yeah, that's that's kind of the plan. You know, I'm working on some original stuff on my solo career right now, and we'll see where it goes. So, wow, okay, professional. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was her answer too. Wow. And I don't know how old she is. Yeah. She's not like super young or anything, but 
it was good seeing, you know, that daddy-daughter moment. Yeah. Just think, that could have been us, but you didn't want to go through with the cover band. Um, so. Okay, so a couple of things missing in that scenario. I want to say I, vocal mm, talent. Don't insult yourself like that. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Should we name all of the successful bands that I've been a part of? <laughs> Do you want to contrast that with yours? Why don't we save that for next episode? <laughs> we'll open with that. How about we don't? <laughs> yeah. All right. So should we wrap this and say goodbye until next time? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure chatting with you as always. Hey, you too. And guys listening, I hope you enjoyed. Yes. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah. And there will be no show notes, but please drop us a like and subscribe. And if you are ever so inclined, please comment. It helps. Yeah, do that. Do all of the things. And you could also do more things like following us on Instagram. Um, Go to our Patreon page. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. We don't, we don't have one. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. Um, and you could also leave us a, a four star, five, five star? I think five, it's five star. Stars. Yeah, we deserve five. star five. review on five. Uh, iTunes. I think they only Apple go to four. Podcasts. So I think it's five. Anyway, four or five stars, whichever one is the highest, leave us that. Perfect. Yeah. So until next time, guys.